Hello, I am in Christ. I've become a new man. My past is gone. My new life in Christ has begun. And the new me is being unveiled through the knowledge of my Creator. This is the New Man Commission with the mandate of revealing Jesus to the world, demonstrating His love to the people. Welcome. So we'll be moving to question 5 and 6, which I also put together. He said, should a believer care about their outward appearance? And then, should a believer focus solely on the spiritual or spiritual matters only? So we'll start this one with Sister Paulette and after Sir Felix. <laughs> okay, thank you so much. It's really, uh, it's very um sometimes the volume comes and it also uh, oh. disappears and it's not, yeah, stable. it's not stable. It's not stable. Is it is it better now? Yeah, it's better now. Okay. All right. So I was just saying, well, it's been a very interesting conversation, and uh, but like that's about but I was reading Proverbs chapter 7, you know, verse 25 <clears throat> to 26. And I just want to read that part here. Mm. It's, um, it's sorry, Proverbs 7, not 25. Proverbs 7, verse 25 to 26. And, um, it says that do not let your heart turn aside to her ways. Do not stray into her path. For she has cast down Cast down many wounded, Mercy. and all who were slain by her were strong men. <laughs> and you know, it's funny how it, with modernization, people are talking about slaying and slaying, Slay and I queens. don't even know if Slay they are queen. aware of what they are saying. It is this is what the adulterous woman is, is, is known for. He is slaying strong men, and then in the name of fashion, you hear it even being said in the in the church setting, like okay, you have to slay who <laughs> so exactly who are we slaying for? And I just want to really add that um um John chapter twelve, verse forty-three, Jesus said, For they loved the praise of men more mm. than the praise of God. Ultimately, this is like basis and the foundation. Um, of everything, even including coming to know Jesus Christ. And so here, at every point in time, we have to weigh the praises from God and the praises of men. Because now, with the modernization, everybody is looking at, okay, is this going to make people feel, praise me? Like, that's what we are looking for. And Jesus is saying that, no, the focus should always be praises from God and not from men. And because if we have that right and already settled in our hearts, then... Uh, it's not about, it's not, of course, the third question is, should we care? Yes, we have to care about how we dress. But it's not because one praises from people. At the end of the day, the condition of the heart must be right and it must be in relation with, with God. See, God said that even the hair on our head is counted. So obviously he cares. He made a first clothing, remember? Mm. So we cannot just go um, just um, dressing anyhow shabbily and just going because we're Christians. Everybody is just looking at us in the and God was telling Moses how he should make the clothing for the high priest, for the, for the priest. And God said, expressly, I just want to read that part quickly. He says that um, 
Exodus 28 says that, And you shall make holy garments for Aaron, your brother, for glory and for beauty. Mm. So even God is saying that what they are going to wear should be for glory and beauty. And of course, if you are talking about priests, we, as new um, uh, New Testament believers in Jesus Christ, we are called as priests and we are called as kings. So we ought to dress for glory and for beauty to the praise of our God who has called us. Yes, but then we have to check the word. So I like how we've emphasized so much about the condition of the heart as one thing that really matters. Even though we are looking at bringing God glory, dressing well, because God wants us to look glorious and beautiful. It's not really about men and praises from them and what fashion is showing us or what people think is okay. But we are looking at being clean, comfortable. We are looking at dressing in a way that not the problem like Bismarck cannot focus on worship. This is a, this is quite a sad incident. And as women, is this showing the beauty of womanhood, or is just about keeping ourselves and just showing whatever you have to everybody to just be? So we may not have itemized what goes into modesty, but one thing is like God is very concerned about. They want us to look godly. And if we are not sure, I mean, we have to fellowship with the Holy Spirit to judge almost everything that we do. If not, it's good to seek counsel concerning it. But you can't just take it for granted and just be going anywhere and decide that you can't do anything anyhow and you don't care. No, you must care. Mm. And being spiritual doesn't mean you have to be all shabbily dressed and people will see you and they feel like, oh, me, I won't become a Christian because of it. That's also not modesty because you've, you've gotten attention by the wrong way and that is also Wow. 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 Thank you. Okay, so Sir Felix. All right. Thank you so much, uh, brother. So, um, I would also like to read what I wrote down in answering this question. And, uh, but I'd like to thank God for the life of Brother Bismarck that he was not knocked down by a car with that God. I mean, that's great testimony. So, yes, I'll go on to, to, to read, should a believer care about outward appearances? Uh, in fact, it's good we look godly as believers. I mean, based on the discussion we've had so far. Right. In fact, physical appearance is important to God in that it reveals the glory of his creative abilities. So we, we have to appreciate the beauty that God has given us as his most complex and amazing creation in ways we cannot understand. We reflect his own beauty and God places some value on appearances. In fact, if he did not, then probably would all look the same. Right, so it is not wrong. It's not a wrong thing for us to notice and appreciate physical appearances as well. However, we should remember that God judges our hearts, not our physical appearances. So um, we we can all later look at First Samuel sixteen verse seven, and it is the inner man that is a even greater creation. We have souls that will never be destroyed; that live on forever whether in hell or in heaven. And our hearts, too, are capable of so many thoughts and feelings, reflections of the complexities of God. So we should not fall into the trap of believing that our looks are to be the source of our pride or envy. So ultimately, our outward appearance should not be our focus, even mm -hmm. though it's good. 
if the reason we try to be the perfect weight, um, just like Brother Bismarck said, going to the gym, having the six packs and all that, wear the best clothes, have facial treatment, etc., is to impress other people, which is, I mean, might be the motive, may or may not. Then our physical appearance can even become a matter of pride. And so we should be humbly aware of our appearance rather than acting to conform to the world standards. And so um, I would say that, yes, it is important uh, that we care about our outward appearance, but that should not be the ultimate uh, focus as, as believers. Wow. Thank you. Wow. Thank you. Beautiful. So we'll take one um, from Mr. Robert. Let me just read, quickly read what I, <clears throat> I put up. You know, we've been talking about the Holy Spirit, and one thing that he does as far as I am concerned, though, yeah, is he he powerfully works on our convictions as we walk with him. We are we are growing, and he works on our convictions and the specifics as to what to wear, what not to wear. They are part of our convictions, and so it only becomes inherent for someone who has received the Holy Spirit to care hmm. about how you look. And so I don't think if we care about how. If a believer automatically cares about how you speak to someone, because you, you, you care that it does not hurt him or her, then you should also care about how you look, because whatever we wear, however we look, it also leaves um, an impact on people, an impression on people. And so it's just inherent. You, you can't say you're a believer and you don't care about what you do, including um, how to look outward. Yeah, thank you. Wow. Inbuilt care. <laughs> Inbuilt caring ability. Yeah. Okay, so we'll go to Sir Bismarck, Mr. Bismarck. Okay, yeah, should a believer care about outward appearance? Uh, yeah, it's, uh, the answer is yes, you know. It's a big yes. Yeah, the spiritual aspect is very, very important. Uh, even as we work towards, you know, maturing, um, caring about our outward appearance is also essential. Why? Because the Bible has made us know, and it's a fact that we are living epistles. You know, I actually did art, so I know what the body, you know, or what we do put on communicate, how it communicates to people. No, people might not necessarily come to ask you, are you a believer or not? You know, they look at what is on you. They look at, at your behavior, how you respond to them. Yeah, my brother, yeah, body communication. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we are actually displaying or reflecting the life of Christ. We are believers, we are Christians, we are reflecting the life of Christ on earth. We are the light of the world, as uh, Matthew 5, 14 to 16 makes us know. We are the light and we, are, we cannot be just put under a basket. You know, a light, we can't we can put a light under a basket. A light has to shine. You know, even from a long distance, we people get to see that there is hope over here. There is a light over here. They don't ask the light, do oh, are you a light or something else? Yeah. But because of what they have seen, you know, it could pull them 
you know, closer to us, and it will be an opportunity for us as believers to even share with them the gospel. You know? So, yeah, a believer ought to really care about, you know, what are the outward appearance. And I believe for sure that, yeah, that's related to question number six. You know, what is within us uh, influences what will, will come outside, you know, what is within us, you know, uh, influences what we put on our body. And if what is within us is God-focused, you know, uh, mentality or mindset, it will help us to put on modest and decent uh, dress or have a really decent appearance, which will communicate Christ to other people. Yeah, we, we, we cannot just actually say that oh being a christian is about only about the heart you know we we sometimes hear our brothers and sisters making mention of the, oh so what i put on is not necessary you know yeah i'll wear you know very short you know attire you know just bra brazier on, on, on my top and be moving around because being a christian is about my heart Whilst other unbelievers are seeing and they get to know that the difference between us wearing those, uh, let's say, bikinis and other stuff, and them is the same. There's no difference, actually. They, they get to know that there's no difference, you know. But our outward appearance is very, very essential so far as we as Christians uh, is concerned so that we can really reflect the life of Christ so that the gospel will be visually communicated to the people around us. Amen. Amen. Wow. Beautiful. So we have uh, Mr. Odum. Yeah, I think uh, all of us have said that yes, a believer should present himself or herself nicely outwardly. Yeah, uh, the spiritual man is very important as we said. I can say it is a priority. But that does not mean we should neglect how we appear outwardly. Um, for example, if somebody uh, thinks, okay, um, how I, I appear does not matter, it's a matter of the heart, so I can leave my hair bushy, um, maybe not taking care of the hair as a lady, or leaving a long beard like the Asian fathers, or not brushing your teeth, not buffing the body, or not wearing fine clothes. Uh, it's not a check doctrine, okay? And I believe it is, on, it is also not a means to be spiritual or to say yourself I'm spiritual by uh, leaving your hair long or whatever. We should appear, I mean, modestly. Um, and sometimes we see some Christian brothers uh, who can be praying and fasting for several days, which is good, but sometimes they do so uh, at the expense of how they look, sometimes they neglect um, how they appear um, before others. They feel okay. It's it's about being spiritual, be, being on fire, and they don't see the need or the importance to take care of their outer appearance. Sometimes they may leave their hair bushy, forget even to iron their dress. They leave their tie hanging some way, you know, and sometimes they appear. Pitiful, okay? And, you know, the, even we have a similar example in the Bible, okay, about the Pharisees, G, G, I mean, that Jesus talked about. That's the reason why the scripture admonishes us to pour 
oil on our beers, okay? Whenever we fast, okay? The focus is not the oil we put on or we do not put on, but it's about how we present ourselves, okay, in public regarding our spiritual acts. So, sometimes people refer to First uh, Peter 3, 3, okay? They say, don't be concerned about the outward beauty or of, of fancy hairstyle or expensive jewelry or beautiful clothes, you know? Some dwell on this and make it a doctrine that, oh, I mean, the outward appearance is not necessary. I mean, you have to be spiritual, praying 24-7. And, you know, <laughs> you meet a brother in church and you ask us, I mean, this is spiritual, but, you know, the hair is unkept. I mean, the dress is shabby. And, you know, it leaves many questions. Okay, so I think the spiritual is, is, is very important, but how we, 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 we appear is also very important because if you don't appear nicely, I mean, how will even someone welcome you to his, his, his house for you to preach uh, the gospel to him? If you dress shabby, this, they will even see, they will even think, ah, this guy, maybe he's even coming to rob me. You know, so how we dress, okay, somebody will say, uh, Dress how you want to be addressed. Is that not how they put it? Mm -hmm. Dress how you want to be addressed. Okay? So, even how we dress, we even want people to hear from us because they see you, you dress as a president. You say, ah, this, girl, this guy has some sense. Let me listen to him. <laughs> okay? But if you dress any, anyhow and you are speaking, maybe the person may not even be listening to the gospel. He may be looking at how your tie was turned some way, how your... Your, I mean, your tofista is some way. You might not even concentrate on the gospel. So I think how we dress, I mean, affects, uh, I mean, how people think about us as, as believers. Mm. And, 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 and it, it even defines uh, who we are as, mm. as, 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 as people in the, in, the, in, the, in the church or people in the corporate world. Yes. Wow. Wow. Thank you, Mr. Ojo. Okay, so we'll be going to Serafi. So you give us your point with your closing remarks. And after that, we'll come to Mr. Roberts. So he would like to talk about question six and then closing remarks. So after that, we'll be taking the closing remarks. Over to you, Mr. Rafi. Amen. Amen. Wow, wow. A lot has been said. Um, <laughs> I, let us read the Bible. Hmm. Uh, I, I'm going to bring something that is a verse that is that might be very odd. Let's go to Genesis chapter 38. Uh, I'll read verse 13 and 14. <laughs> Genesis chapter 38, verse 13. And 14. Okay, this is the story of uh, Judah and Tamar. When Tamar was told, your father-in-law is on his way to Timna to share his sheep. Verse 14. She took off her widow's clothes, covered herself with a veil to disguise herself and then sat down at the entrance of Enai, which is on the road to Timna. 
For she saw that though Shelah had now grown up, she had not been given to him as his wife. Now, verse 15. When Judah saw her, he thought she was a prostitute. Amen. Mm. For she had covered her face, not realizing that she was his daughter-in-law. He went over to her by the roadside and said, Come now, let me sleep with you. <laughs> you see the tactic here? <laughs> there was a way she was dressed. And she knew that with this way I'm dressed, even if I go and sit there, <clears throat> my father-in-law will not look at me. Then there's a way that you can dress <laughs> knowing that you know you'll catch fish. <laughs> so so she was she she properly prepared to catch fish and then she put on something that was necessary to catch fish. Okay. Why do, do, we, do we focus on outward appearance? Outward appearance is not bad. It shouldn't be the priority. The first thing is your intention. But it doesn't mean that we, we have to then just ignore everything else. Okay. The first thing is your intention in everything that you do. That's why um, the scripture that, uh, is it Sister Margaret? Someone gave uh, James chapter 4 verse 17. So the first thing, yes, it's intention is the heart. But then outward appearance is also important. Uh, when, when Jesus was talking about seek first the kingdom of God, there's something that he mentioned. Uh, let's read Matthew chapter 6, verse 28 to 30. Matthew chapter 6. It says, And why do you worry about clothes? Consider how the lilies of the field grow. They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his glory was adorned like <clears throat> one of the. Amen. Amen. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field. So we know that here the, the main emphasis is about not worrying about clothes, right? Mm. Not worrying about about if you are going to have clothes in the first place or not have clothes. But we also see here the idea of how the clothes looked. It, it also comes when he mentioned how Solomon in all his glory was adorned. He says, yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his glory so as much as it talks about 
having something to put on. But we also see the idea here of even how that something looks on you, how it was put, how it was adorned, how it was arranged. It says, yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his glory was adorned like one of them. It is it, talking about also how beautiful they are adorned, how beautiful they look when the lilies, you know, are adorned. So it means, yes, we know that the focus is on don't worry that I may not have what to wear. But at the same time, there's an idea of uh, beauty, of having it, you know, look good. And it's not wrong to look good. I like wearing suits. <laughs> I remember in church, um, we, we were having uh, activities. So, so we're talking as boys. And then, you see, Brother Daniel was like, I know that Rafu always wears a suit. <laughs> <laughs> Even, it was like, we are, we are going for, it was a youth activity, more of, you know, when, when you go out, you know, outdoors. <laughs> I know that Rafu will come, with, <laughs> will come in suit. Okay. It's because they know that I like, you know, I like wearing suits. And, and I, I think... It's good, but even though I, 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 I focus on that and also on wanting to look good, but I have to be conscious not to be too flashy or not to to affect other people's attention. Okay, I have to be conscious. I have to think about others. I have to think about what my clothing will do to others. Not too revealing and at the same time not also too too flashy. So it's good. It's good to want to, you know, to dress in a beautiful way. At the same time, uh, there's another key point that I want us to also know. Do you know that now there are some people who are going to steal because they want something and maybe it's expensive. And there are some people who are in debt because they want designer or labels that they can't afford. So, so now this is also another part where it, it, it has nothing to do with um, you know, sexual thing, but it also has more to do with uh, what we call covetousness, where, where now you end up wanting something that you can't afford or you end up putting yourself uh, in trouble just because you you want to get something and you want to put on something. You, maybe you have convinced people or you have made people believe that you only wear designers and <laughs> now you end up <laughs> you end up you know uh, getting in trouble or doing things which are not godly just for you to, to, to get that thing. So so, yes, outward look is also important, but it should not cause us to sin, or it should not lead others to sin. Amen. Amen. Wow. Go 
bless you for that. <laughs> because of designer, you being designer debt. <laughs> Merci. Okay, so uh, Mr. Robert, you give us your closing remarks. Okay, so <clears throat> a little bit what Rafi said. Um, there are some people too <laughs> who wear suits and see those who are not wearing suits and, and look down on them. <laughs> totally, that's also. I mean, just to add, I mean. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with wearing your suit. There's nothing wrong with looking presentable. Mm. But the fact that you are in suit <laughs> shouldn't make you feel. All others, you shouldn't have a feeling that you are you are better than those mm. who are not in suit or you think they are not well dressed. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, so <clears throat> for for before I go to my closing remarks, the. Question six. I, I I find it difficult to separate or uh, to bring division between spiritual life and and another life. Okay. A believer is to be led by the spirit in all that we do. So I don't see why someone will say that I pray and that is my spiritual life, but I don't care about how I even clean my room. Mm. That is not spirituality. Mm. so there's nothing you don't have a spiritual life so it's not as if you're living a spiritual life and another life you don't separate them because he, he the spirit influences all aspects of our lives that's why Jesus said in the nutshell in summary that you can be praying and actually not be praying mm. you can be praying and actually not be living spiritually because you are you want people to see how spiritual, how, in quotes, spiritual you are. You are shifting attention from the main room to yourself. And so, what's the question again? Let me read the question. <laughs> <and> then... <laughs> question says, uh, should a believer solely focus on the spiritual matters? Yes. If that is your life. It's either you are led by the spirit or you are walking in the flesh. And so, if you supposedly think, you think supposedly by fasting 40 days, going to the mountains to fast and pray and then only to come home and not care about how your room looks. You don't care about how dirty it is because you can, you can be ill. Yeah. You are not actually being spiritual. <laughs> you are being, let me hit the you are being a hypocrite and that's not spirituality. And so the Holy Spirit actually transforms every aspect of our life. So uh, the believer is, is a spiritual being. Mm. You don't have a spiritual life in any other life. When you are playing football, he has to be your guy. When you are talking to your friends, he has to influence. When you are working, he has to be. Yeah, so. Then, then my closing remarks. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I think this time I spoke too much. I'm very sorry. Um, I listened to a, a, a podcast. Is it a podcast? Yeah. By, by uh, John Piper. And in one of the series, someone asked question about pursuit of modesty and this is something I love I'm going to read it verbatim so and that will be my closing remarks until God has become your treasure until your own sin has become the thing you hate most not the sin of others <laughs> until the word of God is your supreme authority that you feel to be more precious than gold sweeter than honey until the gospel of Christ's death is your place, in your place, is the most precious news to you. 
until you have learned to deny yourself short-term pleasures for the sake of long-term joy and holiness. Until you have grown to love the Holy Spirit and long for His fruit more than man's praise. Until you count everything as loss compared to the supreme value of knowing Christ. Your attitude toward your clothing and your appearance will be controlled by the forces that don't honor Christ. <laughs> yeah, so I think this is something that I've always <coughs> loved. And that will be my... my wow. Okay, so, Sir Felix. All right, thank you so much for this opportunity. I think uh, it's it's good to have such discussions as believers as it would help all of us to grow. And I believe that God will um, also show us things that sometimes we don't really even uh, understand or get very well. And so for me, modesty should be an attitude of humility and decency in the way we dress, the way we talk, our body language, everything that we do. At the end of the day, uh, we should try not to um, draw attention to ourselves. Whatever we do, we should seek to glorify God. Um, that's in our body, everything that we do, our activities, and also in our spirits. So this will be my, my closing remarks. Wow. Thank you. And thank you to so Sister Paulette. After that, Mr. Bismarck. Hello. Can yes. you hear me? Yes. Okay. Yes, I'll go with um, with a John 12 for the free script I read. It's all about the praises from God and not that from men. So we, need, we really need to check the condition of our hearts and not put ourselves in unnecessary competition and pressure to get the praises for men. I think that's what Brother Murphy said leads to the designer death and all these things. <laughs> we just need to have the Holy Spirit guide us and seek the praises that come from God all the time. Amen. Mm. Amen. Mr. Bismarck. <laughs> okay. Um, modesty in our dressing and in our attitude is a really huge tool to glorify the name of the Lord, to even share the gospel with unbelievers. And how can it be accomplished? It can actually be accomplished if we continually have the mindset of Christ, if we continually, you know, um, uh, remember the ways of Christ Jesus in our life, but not focusing on ourselves, but focusing on Christ Jesus, also considering the impact of what we are doing towards our brothers and sisters and also unbelievers. And by so doing, we will be able to, you know, fulfill the purpose to which Christ Jesus has called us on this earth to accomplish. So, you know, everything by the directives being given by the Spirit of the Living God and by upholding Christ Jesus in our going out and our coming in, in our dressings, uh, the purpose of God will be fully accomplished. Amen. Amen. Wow. All right, Mr. Odo. Final All right. Um, I'll say that spiritual matters are of very great importance, um, but that doesn't mean we should focus solely on that. Um, 
Yes, it is is the priority, but we also have to be very much concerned about how we look outwardly, <clears throat> because the world will address us the way we dress, and we can even see an example in the church, <clears throat> and even outside the church, when you <clears throat> you recall in James two, okay, from verse one to four, I'm um, just reading that briefly and and close with that. <clears throat> he says. My brothers and sisters, <clears throat> sorry, <clears throat> my brothers and sisters, believers in our glorious Lord Jesus Christ must not show favoritism. Suppose a man comes into your meeting wearing gold ring and fine clothes, and a poor man with filthy clothes comes in, and you show special attention to the man wearing fine clothes, and you say, here's a good seat for you, but I say to the poor man, you stand there. Or sit there by my foot at the floor. Have you not discriminated among yourself and become judges with evil thought? Why I read this is because we can see here that even the people were treated by the way they dress. This is in the church. How much more outside? He said, if you see a man with fine clothes and you say you have this good seat, but someone with the uh, with with the filthy, so you sit there. At my foot on the floor, mm. it tells you that people address you by the way you dress. Mm. So it is very important about the way we dress, but it doesn't mean that should be our sole focus. Mm. That we ignore, I mean, the spiritual aspect, which is key. But as uh, uh, Brother Robert said, I mean, if you are really spiritual, to affect everything, even your dressing. So yeah, that's what I say. Thank you. Wow. God bless you all. Um, I'm really blessed in this uh, meeting. God bless you, Mr. Rafi, Mr. Felix, Sister Paulette, Mr. Robert, Mr. Bismarck, Mr. Odu, and uh, Sister Domwena and Sister Mavlos. God bless you. Stay blessed. For more of our resources, follow us on our social media handles.